Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie. I'm continuing the series of Ignite and today I've got Ola Christian on the show. Ola is someone I connected with in London. He has a company called Laville, which is a platform that focuses on showcasing and documenting rising talent in the entertainment, TV and film industry. Laville boasts an impressive database of over 5,000 creatives and they've helped cast thousands of talent in films, brand campaigns, music videos, and more. Um, He's worked with some really amazing, amazing talent, and he continues to, I think, raise the bar um, as to what talent is in the UK and provide them with accessibility to jobs, which I think is wonderful. So we're going to be talking a lot about the process of acting as well as, you know, what we can do to... Be proactive in this process. Hey, Ola, welcome to Unplug with Annie. Um, thanks for being part of this. I really appreciate it. Ah, oh, it's an honour. It's an honour to be on this podcast. Uh, I just can't wait to to have a conversation with you. Uh, share my journey, uh, some gems as well. So yeah, I'm just really excited to get started. Uh, thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. No, it's it's such a pleasure. And I've been following you for, for quite some time and seeing that the work you're doing, especially on your platform, Lavelle. And I wanted to ask you firstly in regards to that, what was the ignition point to start to start this platform? Did you realize that there was a gap in the market? Yeah, great question. Um so yeah, I started off as an actor back in the day. Um so I used to act in projects, um, short films, did a couple things on TV, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And what I realized was a lot of my friends were struggling to get into acting or just getting into a creative field in general. So what I thought was, okay, people like myself don't really know where to go. So let me create a platform that's accessible for people like myself who may be from a diverse background or uh, may not have the correct contacts to get into the industry straight away. So I thought, okay, let me start off this platform. Started out shooting up monologues, headshots and just things snowballed from there and it it, it grew at a, at a rate that was quicker than I thought it would um, because of social media and Twitter. So one of our headshots went viral Then everyone just wanted to get involved. And yeah, from there we just, you know, took steps and then elevated into production and then castings and yeah, it, just, it was just, it was just a phenomenal thing because as you, as you said uh, within your question, it's, when when I when I started it, I just wanted to to have a space for for diverse people from a variety of backgrounds, regardless of your experience, to to call home, and and that's why you know we started Laville, and and unfortunately enough, we're still around today, being able to make an impact within our community in the creative industry, providing paid jobs for people. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just it's just been a a, a journey been a journey we're still not all the way there yet but the, the the amazing things that we've got so much room to grow and so many things that we want to do and I'm just excited for super super excited for how do you think things have changed in terms of casting I know you can talk about London for sure but in terms of representation and I mean more agents have cropped up who are representing actors from diverse backgrounds and actors of color and you know trying and we're seeing that representation on television a lot more than before do you think it's where it needs to be or do you think it, we've like got a long way to go 
I think from when I started in 2015 with Laville, so around that time, 2015, 2016, it was really bad. Um, there was a lack of roles, especially roles that people like me and yourself would want to play. It was a typical, oh, hoodlum number one, and, or bouncer number two, or um, road girl number three. You know, it, it wasn't, there wasn't much uh, spectrum of roles for people to choose from or to, or to apply to. Uh, I feel now the industry has shifted to a place where a lot more agents and uh, production companies and just content in general are embracing the idea of in, being more inclusive, you know, representing, well, I can speak for London, so representing people that live in the UK a lot more, uh, whereas before it wasn't like that. And, and before it was, it was very London-centric as well. Uh, people weren't given opportunities to actors from Manchester. If you've got your lead cast, uh, with a London accent, you're not going to hear somebody from Manchester or Birmingham in that project as well. Everyone will just be cast from London. I feel like now we're starting to change. Um, I feel like the online world has helped break that barrier down because people from TV are following the trend and on like great online platforms that showcase great short films are the trailblazers for um, our industry. So being able to see, okay, you can have an Asian girl as a lead and she can smash it on a BBC program. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of things like Murdered by My um, Father. I'm not sure if you've seen that before, yeah. but it was an amazing, amazing film on BBC. Um, and just seeing the change now to seeing more diverse people from different ages, different backgrounds, different races on screen is great. And I feel like one um, film that showcased that for me was Black Panther just seeing an amalgamation of people from all around the world come into a project and it be so executed so beautifully. Um, I feel like that was, that was epic. Um, I still feel like there's a lot that still does need changing and it's not just in front of camera, it's behind camera as well. Mm -hmm. um, if we look at the roles of people that are producers, casting directors, we, we're still not seeing enough representation in those roles. We want to see more women in higher positions. We want to see more um, males from different ethnicities in high positions, all producers and um, senior execs or exec producers or showrunners can't be middle-class, upper-class white men and women. We need to see more representation. And what recent history has proved is that the more representation we have, the more success we have, the more inclusive it feels, the more new it feels, the more vibrant, the more... Um, I'm trying to just think of other words that I could add to make yeah. it seem like... It's just amazing, you know. Mm -hmm. But as to answer your question, yeah, we do need more. Um, we do need to see more representation. But there has been a a, a, a noticeable change in, in recent time uh, for me. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll reverse that question to you. What do you feel about that? How do you feel? <laughs> do you feel like there's been a change? Definitely been a change from when I know, like, I, I stopped studying drama and then I kind of came out to India, had my experience in India and then came back out to London and I did notice a shift for sure. And yeah, I'm seeing more representation on TV for sure. I think my, like, conflict comes where what my casting is and figuring that out properly because still in London, though I'm of Asian descent and background, I don't look at it. So what happens is I wouldn't I wouldn't be cast as something I actually am in London. Um, I'd be cast as something very different, which then 
kind of puts me in a position where I have to think like, okay, if, you know, I need to figure out what that casting is properly and then yeah. probably tap into um, broadening my skill set in terms of maybe accents or, you know, uh, other tools um, enabling me to like get considered for different kind of roles. Um, yeah. but, at, but at the same time, I don't look Caucasian because my features are different. So I'm, I'm kind of like in in that space of figuring out what the hell's going on with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, that's interesting. But it, it, it's true with you, because you, even me looking at you, uh, seeing someone like yourself, is, is, it's hard to just see your picture and place you as a, you know, Indian or Asian, where whatever yeah. background it is, and, and, and say, oh, you're limited to that. It may benefit you because people may see you and think, oh, okay, I can cast her as a girl from London, like a, just a generic London girl. Um, or as someone that looks a bit exotic, that's what the broad definition will be in casting terms. Not that that's my definition, but that's what a broad yeah. definition will be in, in casting terms. Um, mm. And it, I, I guess from an actor's perspective, it, it must be tough thinking, okay, I want to be cast as myself, you know, in something. Um, but. Uh it's it's a, it's a tough one but what i would say from a casting director standpoint and i'll let you into a little secret here is that a lot of actors feel um like okay i have to rely so much on my skill set and if i'm not experienced i'm not going to get the role i can guarantee you 99 percent of casting directors will judge somebody based off of what they look like for the role because they will have an image usually of what they want the person to look like and if they're in speaking the same language as the director um usually they'll look at the headshot or they'll look at the image or look at the showroom and be like right this person looks the part let's see if they can perform if they're not 85 percent or 100 or 90 percent or 100 percent of the way there if they're 70 percent we can still work with something Let's see what we can do to make make sure that they can get that role or, or, or push them to see if they've got the skill set to be able to deliver it. Um, so, yeah, like sometimes, you know, a headshot could be the difference between you booking a job and not. So, yeah, yeah, true. Uh, so yeah. speaking of acting, you obviously have that experience as an actor as well. Um, and yeah. you, you've been sort of behind the camera, in front of the camera. Um, for actors who, I know you've created this platform as a means of also connecting talent to potential, um, you know, clients and, and casting people and for projects. Yeah. But for, for actors who might be out there who are just not in that space where they're like, I, I can't like afford to, you know, get on Spotlight. I can't afford to pay for so many workshops. I, you know, what, what are the other means actors can use to kind of put themselves out there to not necessarily network better but yeah get in front of the people they need to get in front of so an amazing thing is showreel show day uh, on twitter like i've seen a lot of actors putting their show rules on a on slack a long thread and casting directors have the opportunity to look at fresh talent um that's something that people should look out for if you just type in the hashtag showreel show day um you'll be able to see certain dates where you know it's more uh, is more prevalent than others. So there, there may be a particular day, like it was done recently, I think three days ago, um, where where actors were just uploading their show rule and we were able to look through and see people that we haven't seen before, fresh talent. Um, there's also platforms like ourselves where you can apply, 
you can fill out an application and, and be considered as a candidate for job roles that we'll be posting on our website, which is thebuild.co.uk, shameless plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I would say for, for actors, if, if you're running out of resources, don't be scared to ask, for example, platforms like ourselves, okay, look, you might feel like you want to come to one of our networking events, but you might not have the budget or the, the money to, 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 to get yourself there message us to say look i really want to come to your event um but unfortunately right now i can't contribute anything certain people like us if we're really about what our purpose is we'll support you you know um and figure out some sort of way where you can attend the event and and learn something um in terms of keeping yourself active as well i would say practice monologues go online see monologues from uh people that you respect um, maybe see a scene from uh, a talented actor that that you feel was quite similar to yourself um, and see how you can perform that post it on your Instagram let people know what you're doing because if I'm looking for new talent the places I'm going to look for yeah okay I'll be on spotlight yeah okay I'll, I'll look at our database but I want to see you on Instagram as well if I see that you're serious and you're willing to put yourself out there I know how committed you are to making sure you become a professional actor and you're going to be working in this industry. So use all your social channels as a way to market yourself and get yourself out there. Um, you've got great workshops like GoHub and there's another one called MacTub. Um, these are affordable workshops that you can go to and practice your skills round the clock. Acting is like a muscle. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. <laughs> so make, Yeah, so just keep on training and look at ways where you can engage with people. I know it's expensive. I know it's tough. I know I've been there before where I've had no money and I wanted to go to a drama class or go to a networking session and I had to think, oh, okay, well, how am I going to make this work? But we just have to make it work. You just yeah. have to make it work. If you're hungry and you're passionate and you're around the right people, you've got a great support network, you will make it work. Yeah. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's very true. So it's all about also taking initiative and not just kind of sitting and waiting for something to come to you, obviously. Um, of course you have to be proactive you have to be proactive like let, sitting down waiting for an opportunity to come is just, it's, it's just yeah. not going to happen there's so much talent out there you've got to be proactive in today's age it's not like how it was maybe five six seven years ago where yeah. you know you'll, you'll be spotted randomly put yourself <laughs> out there you know yeah. put yourself out there for sure so, and what, what advice would you give to people? Because obviously markets are different. Now in India, it's very different in the sense that auditions are a lot more accessible in terms of there's not, there's not like such a formal filtering stage before you get into a room. Whereas in London, quite often, if you don't have an agent, um, you know, getting into the room and actually being seen becomes like so challenging in itself. And then converting the job when you're in there is like the the other challenge but what can mm -hmm. actors do if they find like they just feel stuck that they're not getting seen enough is there anything that they could be doing is it really about like getting that cv and resume right and that headshot right i would say you need to get your fundamentals right of course definitely so i call it the acting starter kit make sure you have your cracking headshot Make sure you have a CV that looks professional. It's not too wordy, but states what you do. Um, make sure your show rules up to date. Yeah, make sure it's, it's edited nicely enough and you put your best work at the beginning. 
because sometimes we don't have time to go through all nine minutes of your show rule. Put your best work at the beginning. Let us see what, what makes you you. But, you know, networking is an important part of our industry as well. Um, the more people you meet the, and the, the, the lasting impression you leave on them or them knowing that, okay, there is something about you, which is sometimes something that you can't really try and force. You might have it or you might, you might not. Um, that, that could be your opportunity to showcase yourself or pitch yourself or uh, alert a, a cast director or, or the right person to get into that room. I would always say the agent helps because um, the agent may have contacts that you as a actor may not have access to. Um, so having an agent with a great reputation or um, being part of an agency that has a foothold within the industry definitely can make a difference. But it's not the be-all and end-all. As I've said before, social media plays an important role. A lot of cast mm-hmm. and are looking on there. Um, it, it, as you said, like in maybe uh, in, in different countries, it, it may have, uh, there may be different rules or different ways people can get into the door. But in the UK, I, I feel like it's still kind of who you know, you know, who you're associated with in terms of bigger roles. Um, like, for example, when I used to act, all the big roles that I auditioned for, they were through my agent. It didn't matter who I knew. If my agent didn't put me forward or didn't know that role was available, um, I wouldn't have got seen. Um, and I think the same does still apply. However, the things are, things are being broadened out now because of the, the, the online digital world. Um, but I would say having a good agent does help. It's hard to say are there, if there's tips and tricks. Um, you know, I don't have all the answers, but I can just give you my best answer from experience. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. how much do you think, because obviously I think, I don't know if it was Oprah or, or who had an, originally said like, you know, um, that success is kind of like hard work meets opportunity. Um, but other than that, how much can we actually, I guess what I'm trying to say is how much is left to then it being a luck game as well? <sighs> I say luck does play a part, you know, because it's, as you said, like, you know, preparation meets opportunity, meets opportunity, meets timing, you know, and, and some of those things you can't, you can't prepare for. You just have to be in the right place at the right time. Your show has been seen or your headshot's been seen or um, someone, you know, your, your, your ability as an actor is at the level that's, ready to be given an opportunity on the big stage or the big screen you know so preparation definitely helps I, I feel that's an element of control that an actor can always have be prepared work on your craft every single day just dedicate half an hour an hour every day to work on your craft but you know opportunity that will come along based off of maybe networking or as I said having an agent um, but luck does play a role, in my opinion. Like some people say, oh, you can't be lucky. Uh, you create your own luck. Yes, I agree with that to an extent. Yeah, You have to put yourself in a position to make sure you can get cast for a role or you look your best for, uh, for when the opportunity arrives um, or you've networked your bottom off. <laughs> I don't want to say anything rude. To make sure that you're in the, in the right position to... To, to take the most out of 
any opportunity that's given to you. As I always say to people, though, there are opportunities within opportunities. So by that, I mean, if you're on set, right, and you are doing, say now, an acting, you may be doing a commercial to make ends meet, okay? And I don't know, you're, you're, you're walking around set and you're engaging with people. You might speak to the director and then you might leave an impression on the director or the casting director. They might be thinking, do you know what? I like something about you. And because of that, they may put you forward for something that you didn't know was possible. And I've done that before on film sets. If I've worked on a commercial, I've seen someone and they've left a lasting impression. And just because of the way they carry themselves, I said, you know what? I'm casting for this short film or this film here. Would you be interested in this opportunity? And there you go. That's another way that you can find an opportunity within an opportunity. So always have your wits about you. Um, keep on talking to people. Um, don't ever just think, oh, I'm just on another job. Try and get in contact to have a genuine conversation with the, with the people that are part of the production team. Mm. And then you never know what could happen from that. You never know. You never True. know. True. That's what I would say. Do you, do you think like in, in the creative industry, it's important to have mentors? Like it's a little bit tricky because it's not like you're, it, you, I mean, you are an entrepreneur of sorts, but whereas in the business industry, it's like most definitely said that, you know, go out and get a mentor to learn the skill you need to learn. But with like acting, singing, dancing and, and the creative arts, um, it, it's not so popular, I guess, to like, yeah. Uh, not a popular way of um, of being part of the process. So, do you think it's important, or like, can you can you actually learn so much online that you don't really need that personal mentor? I don't believe you have to have a mentor. You don't have to have one. Having one can benefit you for sure, um, but you you can't rely on a mentor because for example, if you're an actor and you're on, on the come up and or you're a director, a dancer, whatever it is, and you're waiting around for someone to, oh, okay, I need a mentor to come and mentor me. Um, I'm just going to wait for this opportunity before I get my big break. You're never going to make it. What usually happens and what people don't usually discuss is that you get a mentor from being proactive in your approach. So directors that I know, they may have won, I don't know, their films may have been shortlisted in, uh, I don't know, a BFI film festival. And from that, they have then got a mentor who's, I don't know, let's say David Yates is now mentoring a guy that I know called Kobe um, Adam because his mm. film won an award, which yeah. is amazing. And then you have writers who they may win a writing competition or they may be involved in some writing workshop or writing scheme for BBC. And then they find a mentor from BBC from that production uh, or from that experience. And then that's how your opportunities come and where you can find mentors. Mentors usually want to mentor someone who they see themselves in or they believe have some potential to, to reach the level that they're at themselves. It's, mm -hmm. it's, so it's, it's, easy, it's not, it's not easy to say, oh, uh, whether or not you should have a mentor, you shouldn't. But I say, if you're proactive, you will find someone who will be willing to guide you. And you just got to stay consistent. And I, and I believe that's the hardest part. Once you start remaining, staying consistent with the work that you're doing, with the quality of work that you're showing, people will come around you and you will find that your network starts to shift. 
Mm. And when your network starts to shift and your, your, your surrounding friends and your support group starts to shift, you start putting the right people around you who will offer some sort of advice and that may eventually lead to some sort of mentorship. Um, but seeking a mentor, like, you know, sitting down and waiting for one to come, <laughs> like winning the lottery, is like winning mm-hmm. the lottery. It's not always going to happen. You just have to be proactive in your approach to, mm-hmm. to then see if these opportunities land on your lap um, yeah. in regards to gaining a mentor. Yeah. But I do feel like it, it, it will be important. It, it is important, you know, it is important. If you can get one, it's definitely beneficial because they may have access to things you can never dream of at the stage that you're at. And if you mm-hmm. can get one, fantastic. If you can't, don't worry about it. Keep on going. Just yeah. keep on going. Yeah. So another another thing which I think people talk a lot about is the fact that when people are casting, um, casting directors or their assistants are casting, like often they know what they're looking for and, you know, you have a matter of seconds when you walk into the room. How much truth is there in that? Or has there been instances where people have really surprised you, where you've got a brief and you thought you were looking for something, but someone else walked in completely different and just threw you off and that, <laughs> that made you change, you know, your mind? All the time. All the time. <laughs> So, like, you, so, uh, of course, as casting directors, what you want to do is, is, is like, you know, when, when an actor comes into the room, you might look at them, everyone's different, everyone's got their own approach, but I look at them as like, oh, my, my kids, my children, that they've come in, I want them to leave the best impression that they could possibly leave, so I can say to the director, this is the person that we need, right? And when people come into the room, sometimes they meet the expectations, because I've seen them perform before, and I'm like, yes, you've done it. Sometimes they don't, but what you try to do is give them a, another opportunity and give them some sort of guidance to be like, oh, come on, like, if you can just do this, that's where you can shift it and, and, and bring something out um, of yourself. And there've been, there's been quite a few examples that <laughs> I've, I've, I've been involved in where like an, an, an actor has come in and they've just kind of knocked it out the park just mm. just and you're you're just watching in awe as in how has this how have you delivered this so well yeah. <laughs> you know and yeah. and and that and that that feeling is such a it's such a great thing you know because you're you're looking at it and you're thinking wow like how does this person have that level of talent to interpret this script and deliver a performance of such a high magnitude and it makes you want to just give them the role there on the spot sometimes, you know, but it, it doesn't work that way um, all the time. Uh, and sometimes people don't understand with casting directors, we're there to offer the big decision makers the best options and say, okay, this person's great, but you might see something different with this individual here. Um, you know, and it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so having, because yeah. you've been an actor yourself, like you obviously understand yeah. the, uh, you know, how to approach a script as well. Now, when it comes to like getting in the room, that's one thing. Like you said, you know, sometimes you see the best imp- a, a person, you give them feedback to try and tweak and do it better. But when you're self taping, which is what's happening a lot now, um, you know, often you're not going to get that second chance, if you like, unless you get a recall. So is there any, any like advice that you would give in terms of like an approach to self-taping, like before you hit send, 
um, that that can maximize your chances, I guess, of like getting the attention. I would I would definitely say have someone read with you. A lot of people when they self tape, I feel like in the beginning when self taping became popular, they would um, just read to the camera, as in yeah. and imagine someone else is reading to them, and what we're looking for as you know when we're casting the actors how you respond to people when you're acting it's very rare that you're going to be acting by yourself you're mm. usually acting with somebody in a scene and your reactions to the lines that are that the person behind the camera is saying is just as important as the lines you're delivering to the camera or to us or or to whoever so we want to see the reaction so having someone read the line in the tone and voice that they're meant to yeah. and not just in a passive way like oh my god i just shot this person can you do it like let's hear them read passionately as well so try and get someone who is an actor to do that because it will improve your chances for sure um i would also say you know basic things like good lighting doesn't have to be a high-tech camera you can use your your, your iphone um and try not to be too uh Try not to be too uh, silly. Mm. Sometimes people, you know, they'll come on, a, come on camera and be like, hi, my name is Joe Bloggs and I'm a fantastic actor from um, London and I have experience because I was in there. Or you try to worm lines in saying, oh, yeah, <laughs> I was in this big feature film. <laughs> we don't need to hear that. We yeah. want to see what you can do at the end of the day. Your name, your age. Your, maybe your height or your profile quickly and then get straight into it we don't want to hear anything else yeah. um yeah and that's that's what i would say so cut out the waffle mm. focus on the performance have someone behind camera reading lines to you in the correct tone and that mm. will give you the best opportunity to succeed with a self-tape yeah yeah so what is the future for laville then what what is on the cards how do you see um it evolving that's a great, great question, and and thanks for asking. Um, what we want to do is start getting involved in in more production with Laville. So, we want to start creating more content that people want to see. So, you know, one big thing for Laville is that we're we're a platform that exists for our audience. Like we we do it for creators. We're not here just for some selfish gain, or we're just doing it for the sake of doing it. We actually want to serve our community. And, you know, I feel like being involved with more writers, directors, actors and bringing them on board and hearing their ideas of what content they would like to see, what content they would like to be involved in, using our contacts to um, other broadcasters and partnerships that we work with to say, OK, look, great, guys, we, we've done this. Now we want to start making more content where people can actually enjoy and express their creative talents on a regular basis. But for us, that's where the future is like we're really enjoying um being involved in big productions across the the media landscape from music videos to commercials to short films and and stuff like that but we want to get into a bigger production so you know things like feature films we want to get involved in a lot more um short films uh online as well um we definitely want to hit hit up some festivals as well some content um so yeah we've got we've got those things lined up um, as people know, we also have our events called Live and Chill, which is our monthly event that we do for creatives, you know, where yeah. we give advice to 
to people aspiring to elevate in the creative industry and we have people that are established with great reputations that have done great things join our panel come and give advice we have other casting directors come on board um tell actors what they could be doing to book more roles um you know established actors directors who have their content uh shown on credible platforms on big broadcasters come and speak about how you can get a foothold in the industry what you should be doing and yeah so we're, we're just continuing to grow uh those things and provide more jobs you know on our website you know you can sign up and and see paid roles or commercials or short films that we're offering so yeah just continue to engage with the bill um it's great to, to see people like yourself doing so well. Um, and we want to see other actors do the same thing. And hopefully we can be that platform that can celebrate actors the right way, spotlight new talent and continue to make an impact into it in, in our industry. Yeah, yeah. Well, amazing. I, I hope everything goes well. And I hope we do get to like do something in the future. That would be really cool. Um, that would be dope. But yeah, thanks, thanks a lot for doing this. And I think it's nice to get um, uh, a perspective of someone who's also been an actor and creative and, and done a bit of both. And um, I think that's really great. So thanks for coming on. No, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. I really enjoy being part of the podcast. Uh, and yeah, thank you for inviting me. That was the end of an episode on the series of Ignite. I hope you continue to tune in every Sunday for a brand new episode with a brand new guest. This series is super close to my heart, um, being with fellow creatives, so I really hope you enjoy it. Stay updated with everything Unplug with Annie on the website, of course, and the IG page and Facebook page, Unplug with Annie.